get ready to throw perfection out the window because you're tuned in to the Honestly Imperfect podcast. I'm your host, Alicia Penhorwood, and I'm a marketing coach and the founder of Harper Collective, where I help business owners master their PR and simplify their marketing. Each week, we'll be unlocking valuable tips to up-level your business and sharing honest conversations with entrepreneurs to uncover their stories and wisdom to inspire you to take action. Now let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome back to the Honestly Imperfect podcast. I am so grateful to be here connecting with you today and to be chatting about all things mindfulness. I recently heard a quote that I really loved and it really resonated with what I've been focusing on at the moment. And the quote was, your peace is in the present moment. And it got me thinking about all the times when we can focus on everything we have to do or the stories we might be telling ourselves or things that had happened in the past or could happen in the future. And we very quickly take ourselves out of the present moment. And as a result, we move ourselves further away from our own inner peace. So something that I've really been focusing on recently is leaning into my mindfulness practices. And today I wanted to share with you what a few of those practices are and a few that I'm looking to try on and test out to see what feels good. So I hope that this episode inspires you to pick a few practices for yourself so that you can bring mindfulness into your everyday as well. The first mindfulness practice is one that I have recently introduced into my routine and it has been an absolute game changer. So as I work with clients in different time zones, it can mean that sometimes I'm up late checking in with them or making sure that everything is finalized before it's sent out. And it can also mean that my mind can stay in work mode a little bit longer. And sometimes when you run your own business, it can mean that there isn't a 5 p.m. clock off time as well. So on those nights, I can find it a little bit challenging to fall asleep easily. And what I've been practicing doing is a body scan before falling asleep. So if I find that my mind is thinking about all the things I have to do the next day or maybe what went on that day and it's just not allowing myself to switch off, I will lean into my toolkit and I will practice a body scan. So when I first tried this, I thought, this is not going to work. I know what my mind is like. It's going to be racing at a million miles an hour thinking about all different things, but I thought I'll give it a go. And I sat up in bed and I started doing the body scan and I got halfway through and I started getting really frustrated with myself because I wasn't doing it perfectly. And then I reminded myself in that moment, Alicia, you run a podcast called Honestly Imperfect. It is okay for your mindfulness practices to be imperfect. So I continued on with the practice and as I got to the top of the body scan, I noticed that I was starting to fall asleep and I thought, wow, this actually works. So ever since then, I've been practicing it every night and I often notice that I'll only get halfway through and I'll fall asleep. So that is such an easy one that you can add into your toolkit if you struggle to fall asleep as well, or you just want to bring yourself out of your mind and back into your body so that you can have a really restful night's sleep. 
Number two is mindful listening. So you can practice this at work with loved ones or when you're out with friends to bring yourself more fully into the present moment and to better connect with those people that you really care about. So mindful listening is something that I really lean into when I do my marketing coaching with clients because Often they'll chat about problems that they're experiencing with their marketing and it can be very easy for my mind to immediately go into solutions mode. So I'm thinking about all the things that they could do to solve that problem. And what I have to practice is mindful listening in those moments because what I find is that it's often the little small things that they'll say when they're talking about that problem that can give you the greatest solutions or the answers actually in the small things that they talk about. And what I notice when I'm more mindful and I'm really present and I really truly lean in and listen to them is that I might pick up on a block that they're experiencing or I might pick up on another area that they need more support or more resources around that could be separate to the problem they're talking about but could really complement finding a solution for them and better supporting them in their business. So mindful listening is a game changer and it's actually really fun when you go in with the intention to try it out. So next time when you're with a group of friends and you know that everyone's going to be talking over each other, just really try to practice mindful listening because what you'll notice is that your conversations are so much richer. It's so much more fulfilling to connect with people because you're really truly listening to what they're saying and you can ask them more interesting questions and you also seem more engaging to connect with as well. Number three is mindful eating. And this one makes me giggle because it actually brings about a really important point that I want to share when I talk about mindful practices. And that is that we can have all the intention to have the best practices. We could have everything perfectly. I've got air quotes when I say that laid out and planned and, you know, we're in total flow with it. But that doesn't mean that everyone else in our household is going to be in flow with their mindful practices as well, or even be interested in yours. So for me, when I talk about mindful eating, I love to remove all distractions. So phones, not at the table, TV off, any noise off, and just really being present in the moment, chatting about a day and connecting. Whereas my partner, Liam, has this thing where he loves to have background noise. So he always has the TV on. I can guarantee you tonight when he walks in, he'll turn the TV on just to have background noise while he goes about doing his thing. And that's okay. Because, you know, in life and in relationships, there's compromise. So I am totally willing to compromise on having the TV on, but it means that there's no phones at the table. And I think this is the whole thing about mindfulness and creating a mindful routine. When we hear others talk about it, sometimes it can feel a little bit rigid, But I think it's your opportunity to be creative, to be playful, to be flexible and to really try on different things and see what works for you because your routine doesn't have to look like what you see on Instagram or what you hear a podcast to talk about. It is completely up to you what you create and how you make it feel. And that's the whole fun of it. So number four 
is meditation. I couldn't talk about mindfulness without chatting about meditation. So to be totally honest, I don't feel like I have created a practice that feels really good just yet. It's definitely something that I want to do and I want to definitely explore it a little bit more. So what I've been trying while I'm sort of seeing what I what I like with meditation is guided meditations. So there's an app, it's called Insight Timer, which is really great. There's all different meditations on there that you can try out. And I highly recommend having a look at Sarah Blondin. She is my favorite. I'll actually pop the link in the show notes so that you can easily jump in and tune into her meditations. She just has the most calming, grounding voice. And if I don't want to listen to a guided meditation, I'll simply just take a couple of really deep belly breaths. This is something that I actually practice throughout the day while I'm working. Sometimes I might come off a strategy call with a client where I've been really focused and maybe holding my breath without even realizing. So when I come off that call, I'll just do a few deep belly breaths and just come back into the moment and back into my body. See what feels good for you. You might be a total pro at meditating or you might have never tried it before, but I actually have an episode on meditation as well. So I'll pop that in the show notes too, and you can see what you like. Number five is journaling. Journaling is one of my favorite practices because it's something that as an introvert, it's sort of like my me time where I can just tune back in, switch off from the day, write out all the thoughts that are going on in my mind. And often I'll find solutions to things that I've been feeling really challenged by during the day. Or sometimes it's just a nice way to hit the reset button, clear everything out and start fresh. So with journaling, you might like to find a few prompts that could help you get started, or you might like to just do what I do, which is just turn up and see what comes out on the page and just free flow with it. Or you could do another practice, which I've tried before when I was on a retreat, and that is doing morning pages. So morning pages, you have to write two to three pages, and it is just anything that is in your brain when you wake up in the morning. It's a really beautiful way to clear out the clutter because sometimes we can wake up and immediately jump back into thinking the same thoughts we were thinking yesterday. And if they're negative thoughts, you know, who wants to bring that into our day? So practicing morning pages is a great way to just get everything out on paper, see what comes up, see where maybe you need more support during the day, or, you know, you need to practice a meditation afterwards and you notice, actually, I've got some anxious thoughts going on here. So it's a really great way to bring more mindfulness in, to be more conscious and intentional throughout our day, instead of just getting up and jumping straight into the day. And the last mindfulness practice is gratitude. Gratitude is the easiest practice of them all. And it's something that you can do right now when you jump off from this episode. And I love to just list out three to five things that I'm grateful for. And it's even better if you practice this with your partner, because it's just a really sweet thing that you can do together to connect. Or maybe it's someone else who lives with you, or maybe you message a friend and you say, Hey, what are three things that you're grateful for today? 
Often I find when I practice this, especially on the days where maybe I wake up in a bit of a funk and I'm just not vibing anything, but I'll say to myself, okay, while I'm driving to get my coffee, what are three things that I'm grateful for? It instantly shifts your state and it really shifts your mindset from oh, I have to do this today and then I have to jump on that meeting and then I have to cook dinner too. I get to do all these things. I am so grateful that I get to show up and I get to do this in my business today because I have a business. How amazing is that? Or I get to do this for my clients because I have clients. That's incredible. It's just something that is so simple that you can introduce and I would really love for you to try it out. So I hope this episode inspired you today to think about a few things that you could add into your mindfulness toolkit. And if you have any other practices that are your absolute go-to that have been a game changer for you, I want to know about them. So make sure that you head to my Instagram through the link in the show notes and pop me a message to let me know. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and I can't wait to connect with you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love if you could leave a review or share a screenshot to Instagram and tag at Honestly Imperfect Podcast so that I can pop on over and say hello. I can't wait to connect with you again soon.